But uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about the retail side of the video game industry, stuff that, you know, might not necessarily uh, matter to a lot of people, but um, it, it's it's kind of a cool topic. And joining me today are Curtis and Matt, um, former employees of, I won't say the store name or the company name because we don't want to get anybody in trouble, but uh, welcome. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. So run run me through like what exactly happens when you I do think a before we start not to interrupt sure. you yeah, Brad, yeah, absolutely. what's your opinion of retail especially like physical store brick and mortar retail because like obviously we have our inside experience but it's probably better to get your experience well see you know it, it I, actually that's good because like the the worst experience I have ever had with a video game retail was at the very beginning of the lockdown when when um, the game stores like EB and stuff were open, but they weren't supposed to be open. And then this is right around the time that Final Fantasy VII launched. And like the response, Curtis, Curtis will know, cause like, I, I was like, just he, what, you, neither of you guys were at the store anymore, but like the online ordering system is just so much different than going into the store. And I think that they, shit the bed with how they handle their online purchasing and everything and it took me a month longer than the game release and just excuse after excuse after excuse and they wouldn't get back to you they wouldn't get back to you i actually had to get uh the store manager over at the new sudbury store involved and then someone finally got back to me so Um, what about even before the pandemic though like what like what was your because obviously you were one of the guys that would come in like once oh yeah well my profile still says sad buoy so (laughs) (laughs) but uh i i mean my my experience i've i've always had a positive experience but it also goes down to who's working in the store like uh there there were people at the store before that i would walk in and they wouldn't even acknowledge me and and i mean that's first world problem i'm I'm used to it you go into walmart you go into these places they don't know who you are but i mean i'd like to think that my like not necessarily my reputation but i'm i me and mike and all of them we're, we're all known through sudbury for creating northern game expo and i mean that's it's not a big show by any means but it's it's a show for sudbury and like getting promoting and stuff like that's non-existent like you you were awesome for taking the posters both of you and putting them in but I mean, like that's a big no-no for for a big company, and I get it. They they if, if they're gonna be part of it, they want to be actual part of it. They want money, but um, no, it just it was a very personal experience, and you could tell between between the stores. Um, people are known by name, like uh, I'll I'll name drop here, Glenn. Everybody <laughs> knows Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> you you could. It, you could see you you knew glenn was coming when you saw that white suv and it's like oh <laughs> a buzzword here we go again but no You're but digging I mean, deep in the in the in the cupboards for glenn <laughs> but oh yeah absolutely and but i mean like that just goes to show like him myself like we we come into the stores and you'll you, you get the random person they'll come in and, and expect it to be treated like king shit which i mean every customer should be treated the same but let's be honest there there no store is going to treat one person any uh, like different like the same as somebody else it, it, it all goes down to your person your person ability i think that's the word but yeah. um like 
I, I always like going into the store. Like I, it's, I mean, I'm in a different city now and it's the closest Evie's and Timmins and I don't like the, the one there. It's just, I just don't like Timmins. <laughs> Timmins doesn't But I mean, no, it's, once. Just, it's, it's, uh, it's all about just the, the, how, how you're treated by the employees. So, I mean, well, the big thing for us too, is like, especially from the backside of it, like when we saw you coming up to the store, we knew, okay, well, Brad's here for his pre-order that's already fully paid. Yeah. He's Onyx. He's going to probably get, you know, another pre-order out of it. So from our, like our, the career standpoint of it, we knew we were going to secure another pre-order or yeah. you're going to get the deluxe edition of the game, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So it was, it was like, okay, well, yeah, Brad's a regular cause he spends his money with us and he, he trusts the opinion. He, he sits and, and talks with us and stuff yeah. like that, but that's not the overall experience. Definitely not. It's more people like, uh, how much for the VR? Can I have two of them? You know what I mean? Like, or what do you mean I can't play them at the same time? Yeah. What do you mean you're sold out of the play the, the PS4 Pro? It just came out yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot more of that, probably. I I think I think the the best thing that I ever heard was there there was an employee who uh, Curtis. You this might have been before you got on Matt. I think this was around Dave Dave uh, Boudreaux's era, but um, somebody had called and and they and the the employee. I don't want to. I don't want to say names, but Curtis will probably remember the situation. He actually said on the phone, uh, "Thanks for calling EB Games. We do not have any of the NES classics." <laughs> I'm sure Kurt probably said that too, though. What's that? Oh uh, well, I mean, no, I mean, where you can get neat lamps. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, oh, like. The, any anytime there's a big system launch like i guarantee you people are still calling saying hey uh got any ps5s like it's probably an hourly oh. thing oh, man. so i, I mean but even, like, even with like this the switch was very available on launch for us back in march of what 2017 or whatever that was there was more than enough for all, not only the pre-orders but you know we had we had hundreds and that was pretty intense and considering now that there's like a huge shortage i can't imagine what they're going through and the store is closed like i'm so glad that i don't have to deal with that because that would be like a logistical nightmare yeah and and you'd also have your regulars probably well not messaging you but like trying to get in touch with you being like yo well, well yeah in certain instances too let like me exactly in. like you want to you want to help out the people who support the business that are there all the time right the yeah. people that are loyal and and that you don't necessarily want to be like oh no, we're not gonna get a sell a console to somebody who's just walking in but at the same time like uh, you know somebody's here twice a week and they're spending all their money here and they have a pre-order you want to kind of like make sure they get taken care of like that pop figure guy that showed up like literally every day <laughs> oh, yeah which one which one? <laughs> oh, i don't know the guy, with, the, the guy with the long white hair oh yeah he looked like uh he looked like gerald from the witcher <laughs> <laughs> but i mean so so like what so the flip side to that is like talking about like see i i've never i, I worked retail i worked at walmart i mean that's a totally different experience oh well, to me i mean everyone's got their pissed off customers but i think like I, from what i've seen and i've seen crazy people at that that location customer wise like i i'm sure that you guys have dealt with like just the weirdest stuff like people just losing their minds over absolutely nothing Oh, yeah. So like, I, I mean, what, like, how, how do you deal with stuff like that? Like, because, oh my God, I didn't get my pre-order. Like, this is bullshit. Like, blah, blah, blah. like, I, I don't know. I just, I, 
if it comes, it comes. If not, I'll wait for the next one. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like it, especially in Sudbury too, like the, the mall store gets supported for priority because they're make, they take more volume in. Right. So the EBX now we got the trickle off a lot of the time. And a lot of the time we got, it was, it was kind of a weird situation because in Long Lake, you get a certain type of clientele. They're all people coming in from Long Lake. They're like people in the South end and they're coming to the store for a very specific reason. They're not just in the mall and they pop into EB games. Yeah. Right. They are they're They, exclusively came to the store for that reason so we would have people spend a lot of money but like not it's not a a $39.99 transaction every 10 minutes it was like a $400 transaction every hour yeah so it was kind of like you would get a lot of like I mean let me just say this there's Tesla charging ports in front of my store yeah (laughs) if that can give you an idea of our clientele you know what I mean so they can be nice and they can spend a lot of money but at the same time they can be real shitty So, okay. Well then, so how, see, I, I've never been to one and I, I mean, I'm sure you guys have done it before, but like, what, what do you, what entails a midnight launch? Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't get the, the allure of the concept. Like I know the games are big and like, but why? Like, so you can play it right away. Like, well, Kurt, I think you should take that one because <laughs> you actually worked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah managers yeah. don't be working that stuff unless no. there's an issue we well also in the south end too right we weren't allowed <laughs> um it's definitely kind of shifted over the last i want to say like half decade for definitely like the interest of midnight launches before it was it was a midnight launch you pick up the game you go home throw it in your console and you're you're in the game you're you're just maybe like a five megabyte patch if you, you're playing on a ps3 but now you're you, like for Red Dead Redemption, you picked up that game at, at launch, you brought it home, you had six hours of patching before you even able to turn on the main menu. What's it's the it's shifted so much that even midnight launches are just turning into 7 p.m. launches. Like it's it's not that was actually a big thing for us at the store, too, right? Like because the mall got they had security, right? So they were actually allowed to open past retail hours and do minute launch. We didn't have private security, so we weren't allowed. But what the company started doing, like Kurt said, the game would launch at 8 p.m. So we'd have an hour of sales and we'd sell 35 copies of the game. <laughs> and like, that was our midnight launch was 8 PM. Yeah. But at the same time, like he's right. Like it was people trying to get a jump. It, I find it was, it was most common for multiplayer games, obviously, because people want to get in it and, and quick and you know what I mean? So, uh, but it wasn't, especially at our store, it wasn't like you were like throwing games at people. And it was like this, 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 you know, a barn burner sale it was more like you knew the 20 people that were probably going to come on launch because they're the people that bought every call of duty or every whatever right every pokemon or i wouldn't know anything about that (laughs) (laughs) please you're not wearing your farming simulator hat kurt i I was going to i I was going to damn it we should (laughs) have god damn it I remember they rocking that hat. <laughs> Actually, a quick sidebar story too, which is like one of the proudest moments I ever had at Kurt when we were working together was that, um, you know, Ed, like obviously your district manager, he lives in like Burlington, right? He lives like, he, he hardly checks in on on, on you physically, um, but he, he, he tracks your numbers. He tracks what you're selling, what your pre-orders, your edge memberships, all that stuff. <laughs> one of the metrics that for some reason he knew was how many farming simulator 2018s we sold and curtis was like leading in the company not in northern ontario not in in town in like canada kurt had the most farming simulator 18 sales 
And like, for whatever reason, like our district manager thought it was hilarious. So like every chance we had, everyone would come in, like Assassin's Creed just came up with like, but have you played Farming Simulator 2018? It's very similar, I swear. There is hay bales that you can set up to jump into. But yeah, so. But it was like, honestly, like, not sorry, but like one of the greatest jobs ever too. Like we, me and Kurt, like we would spend 40 hours a week together and very, like we was always pretty steady and whatever, but like we could have had our own in-store podcast, like the stuff that we talked about, like, and shout out to like Abby and Max too, who were like the, the, the quadrant, like the four of us. It was like the conversations were just absolutely ridiculous. It's greatest place to work. It was so fun. So what, what changed? Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him under the bus. No, no, honestly, it was, it's management. That's the thing about retail, right? Like you have very, especially in Sudbury, like you get a visit from a district manager. Who knows even, nothing about what's going on. No, they don't know the, they don't know the traffic you get. They don't know the way the store operates. Like we went three years, almost like running pretty smoothly with our district manager, district manager changed and it completely changed our environment. And we never saw the new manager but it completely changed how we were supposed to operate, how we were doing our numbers. It, like, it, it just turned into like a really weird environment. And the, the district manager that took over, I mean, this speaks to kind of retail. She used to go around opening up new Tim Hortons and she got hired on EB to be a district manager. And she was like, I mean, whatever it was, what they, it was, but it was toxic. I thought they traded passion for numbers and it, it was it was a hard a hard shift in in how we not only ran it but how we just experienced just well, like every I, day even even for for myself like like again i i didn't work in the store but i mean i think i i was there enough that like after you left matt like you like you could just tell that the the peppiness wasn't there like and not knocking kurt or any anybody but like it was just it was more like okay I, i'm i'm gonna get in i'm gonna i'm, I'm not gonna do like what glenn does and walk the store like i usually did I, I i knew what i was looking for i would call ahead and i would get in get out and that's yeah. it um it, and it's just like it seemed like it had always it had just after that and then after i poached curtis it just really went downhill so but i mean like even even the, the like everyone just stopped like not everyone but people just even stopped caring about my, mind you maybe it's because i always said no but people just didn't seem like caring about selling the um the warranty anymore like it's just it, it didn't matter <laughs> <laughs> but it just it didn't it didn't seem like it mattered like it, it like i i sometimes i'd be like cashing out and it was it wasn't even offered and i was like okay maybe i'm just because they know i'm gonna say no but I, I think there's only been a couple games that I've actually done the warranty on uh, because I like knew that it would be hard to find. And if something happened, then I would at least get my money back if they can't find the game. I think it's but, one of those things too. Like you, you hear about like the certain buzzwords of working for a major retailer like that. Like one of the things is how often they fuck up pre-orders, which that happened all the time because they have one warehouse as you hear about. Um, but another thing is the, the game protection, right? The GPGs. And a lot of the times when me and Kurt everyone everyone who worked there while, while we were there it was it was not because you should throw it on because it gets three dollars every sale or whatever it is it was because what you can do with like we actually would sell it to the people that will will use it and it's 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 like one of those things like we're not being a keener we know that you'll probably back 
or you're going to be trading this in, use your seven days, use your edge card, use this. We actually like for certain customers, we did believe in like the program and using it. But at the same time, they, the company doesn't care about that. They, they care about the amount of times you hit it in that day. And yeah. for more often than not, it's people abusing it, throwing it on without asking. <clears throat> um, you know what I mean? So it was one of those things where I, I think for us, it was, it was more of like, I don't know. I think because we had less volume, it actually led to the store operating more like casually, which I think worked really well until well, the one, one of the things that I liked more about the, the South end store was you guys got more of the obscure titles, yeah. which like, and, and I mean, I, I'm not even, I, I could do an entire podcast on new games, but <laughs> I'm not going to because as soon as the plastic is taken off a game, it's not new anymore. So EV shouldn't be calling it new, but uh, that got that's, the sticker. And, and yeah. I mean, or the plastic I'm, wrap in the back room. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure like if I got Glenn on, we, it would be like a four hour podcast just on the 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 new the new copies but no it's just like i've i i don't think i've ever left the store with without anything unless it was just because i was bored and my wife was at walmart and i was just killing time but um like a lot of the stuff i have in my collection is is just been like a, a, a impulse by like oh there's only one of these. Glenn can't have it now. <laughs> <laughs> As a customer, Brad, like, what did you feel about, like, because when I first started EB in 2016, um, it was, it was like very strict. Like they still had a Nintendo DS section. Like it was a, it was a game store still. And very slowly, obviously, as you've seen, they've transitioned to like the toy and the collectible. They're, they're doing what Chapters is doing. Chapters is getting yeah. away from their books and now it's betting. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're turning into Bed Bath & Beyond. That's true. I, like as, as else a you going to read? exactly and when when we had to set up our baby section at eb games i was like where are we going right now what is happening like as as a as a gamer slash like physical because i don't care what anybody says you will not sell me on a digital game ever um the only game i ever bought digital was because eb fucked up my pre-order and didn't (laughs) send it was final fantasy 7 right um but like as, as time went on, like I still remember when it was Electronics Boutique and they had their little kiosk in the corner of the mall where the chocolate store used to is uh, Rocky Chocolates or whatever it's called. That used to be EB Electronics Boutique and then they moved to the small one where Kudo is now and to where they are now. But just as time went on, you, you see more toys coming. I remember for a while they were taking DVDs on trade-in and they stopped doing that. And um and then and then for a while i don't know if they still do it or if it's certain stores but there was a phone selection like who's gonna buy a phone they we, we had we that sold too. a lot we yeah. did actually <laughs> we would get hyped up because it's it counted as like a recycled sale or used or whatever they had at the time so we had actually we had a we had a glass cabinet on the yeah, wall and it had that. like iphone sixes in it and stuff like that and you'd yeah. get like a six hundred dollars so you had no idea if the phone worked or anything it just happened to get traded in and yeah here you go take it you know what i mean and uh make sure you buy the gpg what carries are with? uh it's an apple <laughs> yeah i hope this wasn't <laughs> traded in, in one of our u.s stores <laughs> so i i gotta ask have either of you guys had your your ma'am moment oh god kurt oh man kurt was so it's good at dealing ma'am. with karen's it's ma'am <laughs> Uh, yeah no i mean not not specifically but yeah 
but Kurt, oh man, the way that Kurt would deal with certain, like, especially like little kids or like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like Kurt's give a fuck level at certain times was so <laughs> awesome. And like, I was like, I was managing a store. I'm like, more of that, more of what you're doing. Cause like, this is unbelievable how you're, like how you're dealing with some of these people, especially like mans and Karens and kids and stuff. So you fun. give an inch, they take a mile. That, yeah. That's all I'm say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently I only have 10 minutes left. That's cool. Well, it's flying by, bud. Oh, it is. Like, it, it, when, when you have, when, when you have, people on that you have a good time with you just like lose track but there's no way that was 40 minutes because i'm pretty sure we started at like what 720 <laughs> yeah i guess that makes sense <laughs> well i don't <laughs> want to speak to kurt but i'll come back on if you ever want us man if oh yeah i definitely like i i i always try and come up with different ideas on like how how i can expand it and everything and now now that i have obs and everything i'll, I'll start playing around more so that i can get the get uh feel for it and everything but um like what since since we're down to nine minutes what is like your best memory worst memory like whatever like like what stand what stood out the most to you guys when you were at the store like anything uh pull and play <laughs> i just got a shiver down my spine when you said that the seasonal pull and play yeah um that's you definitely worse moments you you know here. what you should you should do an asmr with that pull and play, <laughs> pull and play. um we always got every, every time we got a customer it felt like they only sent the cards to certain stores that were like oh it's this like high-end toronto store this guy won like a ps4 and tv bundle and the one time that this a, a lady came in and pulled not socks and won a PS4 Pro, I was more excited than she was. I'm like, you got a PS4 Pro? And she's like, I, I just want the Game Boy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you don't understand, lady. You won. You won. Actually, the thing about, I don't know if it like EB tries to build a thing. I, the thing about launches, they were both like very intense and like a lot of work, but they were pretty fun because everyone's coming in. They're super excited, especially like consoles, like with the Switch. It was, I think me and Kurt both worked 12 hours that day and the next day, that whole weekend. But you're excited about the console. We both got one. We, the new games are coming out for it. Everyone who's coming in is buying amiibos and games and all the accessories and everyone's just like loading up on stuff because that happens once every you know four or five years right so those days were both horrible but at the same time they were awesome because stores making money everyone's like excited to be there nobody's like this this console sucks i know it but i'll take one everyone's like you know excited to to be there and so <clears throat> i mean the cliche answer is the funnest times we had was literally just like the four of us in the store like the staff like we were like I mean, still to this day, like best people I ever worked with for sure. But that the the political answer is also like the 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 launches. Like they actually make, especially with like the giveaways and the free stuff that you get and all that, whatever. It, it was they actually made it fun in a way. Um, and you're not getting like pissed off customers. Like I said, you're getting people happy to be there, which is you know, if you're to selling toys for a living, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I for 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 myself like. I would say it was when Curtis found the loophole on how to stack the pull. The... Oh yeah, and, Curtis was always wheeling think, and dealing. But I think I ended up 
with, with <laughs> and somehow I had ended up with 40% or whatever, plus the additional boost from the Onyx membership. So it was like 60% off of brand new games. So I ended up- I remember, well, I, <laughs> I would get taxed sometimes too. Like Kurt would text me, but like, I don't know if you're cool so, with this or even know if you can do this. I've got this um, new but idea. If you, have, if you have an Onyx card and you get this percentage off and then you stack it with two pull-in plays and also you get this discount, does that work? I'm like, bring it up, bud. The sale's a sale. That's right. But I mean, like, like for, for myself, like, especially with Curtis, it was like, oh, you bought these headphones, but did you know this game came on? It's like, just give it to me. <laughs> I, I said it I said it almost once a week Kurt one of the best salesmen I ever met he was like he was the he was the one bringing the traffic into that store he could sell you know like the farming simulator is the example I say right like who wants to buy farming simulator and it, we sold a lot of them it just goes to show Kurt was he knew what he was doing <laughs> it's it, it, the chances you get to actually even experience the products like being excited to sell something just felt uh, like you were more prepared to sell it to someone else like when you like it they can like it yeah another good thing eb did i will say too was like the giveaways and the handouts to the staff like i didn't i mean not to be that guy but <laughs> xbox one x ps4 pro two of them uh switch 60 games probably in the course of two years like the amount of stuff they gave us to play it so you could sell it mm-hmm. was like unbelievable like we, it was just like and it not even that is and honestly it's not even necessarily eb it's actually the developers. So Microsoft would send you a box. It would have Forza Horizon 4 in it, and it would have a bunch of hats, Frisbees, stupid little, cho- like, cho- you know, toys, all that stuff. But the company was like, yeah, take it, give it out. Keep I think your- I still have my uh, Xbox gingerbread cookie set somewhere <laughs> around here. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a Doom lunchbox, and I didn't yeah. even work at the store. <laughs> oh, yeah, we would give out all the free stuff they gave us. Like, we would just, like, toss it away. We'd have hundreds of fidget spinners. Well, you bought a game. Here's a hat. <laughs> yeah. Here, buy. Here's 400 fidget spinners. <laughs> and it was 750. <laughs> yeah, well, they Old were stuff. a penny each, weren't they? They were. Oh. No tax. I remember. I remember when those things were the rage for like a day, and then everyone everyone had one, and they're just like, "Why do we have these?" Yeah, and then we all of a sudden we had a thousand and nothing to do with them. Oh, oh. There he is. There it is. This is actually one of the biogenic fidget spinners. Put it near your microphone. I want some ASMR fidget spinner. Oh, oh God. Oh, tingles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, that's... Uh, I still can't believe you bought 750 fidget spinners. I don't remember what I did with half of them, though. Didn't you Didn't you bring them to work one day and like no, hand no. them out? It was my birthday one night. I got, I got, we got drunk and I, I just, I started handing them out to people. I was like opening people's jackets. Like, hey man, you want a fidget spinner? (laughs) No, I didn't ask. You want to go up and sing a song karaoke? Yeah, I got to take a fidget spinner. (laughs) Oh, I remember having one of those and it was like, apparently a stress reliever and I was more stressed using it after. (laughs) Why won't you spin faster? Squeals. Anything else? We got two minutes. Two minutes, Kurt. Anything, bud? Uh, uh, the company's fun to work with. The company was fun to work for. Mm-hmm. And even knowing the ins and outs of that company, I'll, I'll still go back and and send my praises to anyone else looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say the same thing. Like the amount of time that, I mean, we worked there 
we, me and Kurt actually both started in the mall store to train. And then we brought sent to the self end together and like literally the best team I ever worked with. Like the, it, it wasn't like the typical setup of a, of a workplace. It was like, we were four like friends that just happened to run a store together, which was awesome. And I think that actually came through. And also like, it's a toy store. What do you, what do you got to complain about at the end of the day? Right. It was, yeah, exactly. it, was it was, it actually was, there was obviously problems, but it was awesome. Like getting a call at midnight that the store was broken into. Yeah. For the third time this year. It wasn't me. I swear. This month. <laughs> this yeah. Month. That's actually something we could talk about. If you ever have us back on, I got stories about that. Holy moly. Oh, well, that's great. No, it's uh, we'll wind it down now, but I definitely like to get you guys back on and I don't know, just do what we're doing. Just talk because well, first of all, like I, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I mean, Kurt, I kind of just left after Thunder <laughs> Bay. I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm going, I'm moving to Kirkland Lake, guys. Well, that's the thing too with me and Kurt too. Like I, me and Kurt would see each other. We would spend like 30 hours a week together. And like, it just, we, well, because of pandemic too, that's a whole other thing, but yeah, we got to link back. This up is the longest I've seen anyone without wearing a mask. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. <laughs> all right well that wraps up this exciting episode uh i thank you guys again for coming on and uh, again we definitely have to do this another time when when clayton's not sick because he has actually <laughs> a lot a lot of insight about retail stores and, and his experiences but uh again thanks for joining me and uh we'll do it again right on man thanks for having us yeah have a good one guys later